Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today I would like to share with you a conversation I recently had with street photographer Elif Suyabatmaz, who lives in Istanbul. Her work is amazing and she shoots with an iPhone. We discussed how limiting yourself to a simple tool will help you see better and so much more. You're going to love this conversation. I sure did. And Istanbul has jumped to the top of my list of cities to visit as soon as possible. Please enjoy my conversation with Elif Suyabatmaz. Tell us in case um, somebody out there doesn't know about you. Just Introduce yourself and uh-huh. who are you? Who is Elif and uh, why is she a photographer today? Okay, well, um, I studied graphic design. So while I was studying graphic design in university, I took some photography lessons because we were doing it through media. And uh, there I kind of fell in love uh, with the dark room and all the process and taking photographs and and then photography has been a part of my life most of the time uh but uh during my BA I went to New York to do a internship and I I was an assistant for a couple of photographers in one studio And that was a great experience for me. And that's where I had a lot of time and I would wander around the streets of New York and take a lot of black and white photographs. So what and, were you shooting with at the time? Well, I, <clears throat> I was not brave enough. And, uh, and that's why they gave me this tiny little Konica and I hid it in a book. And I, didn't, I wasn't able to look through the viewfinder But, uh, you know, they gave me a ton of film. Some of them were kind of expired and whatever. And they said, oh, you can use all this film. And I was like, okay. So most of them were high ASA. And uh, I just, you know, hit the streets and uh, just took photos from the hip. Uh, and that was very comforting, you know. Yes, yeah, so you was became invisible. That's right. And that was that was a great feeling. But of course, it took, you know, several films before I kind of got the feeling of what the frame is. And of course, at first it was very bizarre. And but it was everything was automatic on the camera. So, you know, so then and it then was let, just your vision. Yeah. And then but because New York is all 90 degrees, especially Manhattan, I'm talking I mean, everything's like 90 degrees. And when you kind of walk around with a free flow with no kind of it's all, most of them were tilted and but it gave an, you know, dynamic feeling in the result. And some were pretty blurry and whatever. But for 1994, 95, it was it was kind of. You know, today it's more acceptable, but at that, that time it was very unusual, you know. Oh, I'm and, sure. And, and uh, so what was the reaction? Um, well, the other well, they were kind of looking at this like I'm, a, you know, I'm in a training session or something. And kind of I was like that too. But later on, I, I got used to the city. And um, I more and more started to take my, you know, big Nikon camera and shoot. 
And, you know, but I would, I, I guess that tilting and that black and white and the blur and all that kind of stuck on me with that experience. And uh, so later on when, uh, you know, I had two kids, I, you know, went and worked and whatever. And then, you know, photography was there, but it never took over completely uh, until the last four years three, four years. So now I'm really focused and especially the iPhone brought a big, big uh, difference in my life. Okay. Tell us Uh, a little bit about that because I've been looking through your Flickr uh, account. uh Are most of those images taken with the iPhone? Yep. Uh, Um, Go ahead. ahead. The the funny thing is... um, because I was using 3,200 ASA and I, I kind of was a stewardess when I graduated and I traveled the world and I took photos. I had an, I, I still do have a Nikon 35 Ti, which is a small but good lens camera. And that one, and I would always use black and white film. And when I had the iPhone, there was Hipstamatic and it was kind of like a simulation of, of film. You know, the, you know, you have lens combos, film combos. And, and once I found something that was quite similar to what I was, you know, shooting years ago, I was like, oh, this is great, you know. And uh, so I started to get used to that language. And because you're really, really invisible with the iPhone, I started to, you know, um, uh, how can you say, started to know my city all from scratch again. Exactly. And and I find that just so refreshing. Um, I mean, I, I completely share the same. I, I do shoot with my iPhone occasionally, but you've totally, <laughs> you know, looking at your work, I want to I wanna get into this this app and, and try it because um, it doesn't get in the way. And I, I shoot with a, um, a Fuji X100S with a fixed uh-huh. lens. Right. And the only reason it's, I would never consider shooting street photography with anything else now is because it, it's an extension of me. It doesn't get in the way. I don't have to worry about lenses. It has yes. simple settings. And that's what I teach my students too. I said, let the camera do some of the work because you know what? Whether it's your iPhone or your $3,000 camera, it doesn't have a vision. It doesn't matter. So let it do some of the work and let, and just focus on your composition, on the light, on, on, yes. yeah, on the scene in front of you. And I think so many people miss that. And, yes. and there is no better example than looking at your work, uh, that was shot from the iPhone with, where you have, I mean, it, the, the phone, you have a little control with the app you use, but, um, really it's, it, it, uh, it frames, it's in a square. So that's also a different way of, of seeing. And yeah, you see, I think, you know what? I think, um, photography has been always a technical, uh, art. So this technical side has always been an argumentative issue. And it's always been, you know, uh, even questioning it as an art form was because of its technical side. And today, of course, it's a big industry. And, uh, of course, the tool does matter. Of course, there is a language of of every tool. Um, But, you know, as an artist, you just choose what your tool is. And in the end, if that serves your purpose or your or what you want to achieve, 
I think that's that's the main main uh, issue. I mean, you want to have big prints, and you want to you know have a, a have a different uh, approach to things like that. I mean, your result needs to be big prints. Then, by all means, you need something that would serve that. Absolutely. But but you know, I I also you know said this before. Maybe it's a rep- repetitive thing, but I went to Paris and went to this Henri Cartier Bresson's. Um, museum Mm -hmm. and all the prints were very small and i looked around and i looked at the other prints and then he had another uh one i think in another museum i mean the maximum size were like you know maximum like 40 centimeters or something and i was like well you know uh you know it works it's perfect. exactly and i do i actually i do like smaller prints in in street photography yes. i think you need to yes. get close and you need yes. to really take a, a close look so you yes. want to you don't need to see them from across the room that just doesn't no. doesn't work so i i do like the smaller prints as well and so i'm looking at your work i mean your use uh, of um of light and shadow your composition i mean it, it is phenomenal how Thanks. do you handle low light i mean and i just love I've never been bothered by noisy pictures. I think uh-huh. <laughs> I think I love the look, <laughs> and I mean, geez, we have apps for that now, so you know, to add grain. So um, yeah. I I crank my ISO all the time. I, it doesn't bother me. I don't denoise my images. I it, uh-huh. I think it's part of the mood, and especially in black and white. So um, low light situation with the iPhone. I mean, well, I, I gotta say, I'm a winter girl. First of all, mm-hmm. so I like I like dark and moody stuff, and uh, I love winter light, especially in you know in Istanbul because the winter light here is not like the north winter light, but you know it's 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 pretty it pretty functions well, and I I just love that that atmosphere and black and white of course serves that and I think black and white has a has a higher um, uh, it, it can, you can easily take good photos with pretty low light in black and white, in my opinion. Yes, the, the so, mood, yeah. And yeah, you have the so, deep shadows and it works. Yes. So, um, and my main concern is because of with, with form and composition and try to give a mood – uh, in all in all, it's, 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 uh, it really serves me fine. And the light, of course, you, you, that's one part of street photography, I think, is you have to get to know your area because of the light. And every season, it's a different light. Uh, and every, um, every corner, you get to know what season, what light exists there, what time of the day. So once you start to spend a long time in certain areas, you get to know how the light behaves. And then you start to observe the people and the light becomes the background and you just are after the mood. So in my opinion, you got to get to know your place. Um, But it's only because I'm more maybe composition based. And then there are people who are more 
you know, randomly capturing other moments. And it, it just depends on what the artist, whatever. Yeah. And what touches you see. and what moves yes, you. Absolutely. Exactly. I just, I'm just looking at right now, the, the long shadow of the dog crossing the street shot from <laughs> above. I just love this image. It is just, it is just a, a, a amazing. Um, so, okay. So what's your workflow? What do you use on your iPhone? Let's get that out of the way before we move on to the tiny collective. Well, um, I use Hipstamatic, okay. uh, which is a very interesting uh, application. It's got different lenses and different films, simulations of it. And I don't edit my photos afterwards. I mean, maybe cropping or a little, you know, uh, lightening or, you know, darkening. But that that's, you know, just the basics. But I, I usually don't edit much. And... Um, uh, you just have to try the app with different lens and, and film combos and you get to find out something good for you. And I generally use, which is called an AODLX Nike film with um, John S. Lens and that kind of serves my purpose in general. Okay, I, I'm going to download that app right after our conversation. I'm going to try it today. <laughs> Please um, do. And so you go on Instagram right away. So you, your images are out there within seconds. Well, that's another thing. Now, uh, mobile photography is a little different compared to, um, let's say, a camera photography, mm -hmm. or I don't know how to describe it. But it, the, the, the difference is... It's a social-based uh, uh, photography because everything you want to do, your darkroom is in your hand, your, uh, all your editing tools are there, your communication tools are there. So when you shoot and get a result, if you wish, you can share it and get instant feedback from your own little community. Mm -hmm. And that is has always been a, a, a another uh, uh, thing that kind of drives you uh, if you have uh, good feedback and also following other people, looking at their work daily uh, inspires you sometimes. So it's got a very kind of social side of it too. Um, that's also another aspect to consider. Oh, definitely. And it's it's very gratifying and, and it's fun to share anyways. I mean, what's the use of You know, yeah. doing all this, I mean, unless you, you know, like Vivian Meyer never felt the need to share, but yes. this, and, and it's, I'm so glad we get to see her work. On the other hand, I feel like, oh, she probably would not like that too much. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it's kind of like exposing yourself. It is. It is. I mean, it, yeah. it's a, it is a very thin line. It's kind of like exposing your vision. And sometimes it's a, it's a, Uh, how can I say uh, it? It does have an intimate part of you. Yeah, I was going to say a nakedness, but uh, yes, it, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. And um, because it's part of you, it, it's your emotion. I mean, it's yes. you're directly sharing that. And uh, but I exact. I mean, I think sharing with with like minded people and and the world at large, because so many people don't even know what street photography is and. And uh, I, I think it's uh, it's great, and, and I'm so glad we live in this time that we can actually share yes. so easily now. So now, tell me the tiny collective in a yeah. nutshell. 
Tell me, because okay. a lot of people don't know about this. I, I knew about it a little bit before I, uh, before I found you. And uh -huh. uh, so it's very intriguing. So go ahead. Well, um, Tiny Collective, we're 11 members from um, all around the world. We've got uh, from, uh, originally it's from, I guess it started from Canada, we can say. But, um, you know, Canada, uh, the United States, uh, Australia, France, uh, Turkey. So we've got, you know, um, a real big, uh, all, let's say, all from all around the world. And we have a common point in terms of using mobile photography, but our collective is not based on mobile, mobile photography because most of the photographers in the group do take um, uh, a lot of, use a lot of different tools. So okay. we just can't say only mobile photography, but we um we started as that because uh, generally we're based we invite people based on their work through the social media we see them we follow them and um and we uh we try our best to show what can you do with a a mobile camera you know what what is the end limit and we don't base it only on street photography but it is our our kind of we can say it's a foundation um but there are several other layers to it when you look at the works and um so the main main concept is kind of like what can you do with this tool along with our artistic uh vision that's the main point you know every each and every one of us i believe is really um, talented and we're just showing it uh, through different uh, aspects and this was this became one important part mobile photography was one important part how we can use it mm -hmm. in a cool way so great well I'll definitely put the link to the show notes so that uh, please do our yeah. listeners can can look at your more of your work and then there's a really nice little uh, short video uh, introduction of, of you and your work on there too and then uh, the other members of course so um, so really I mean I think this is such a great example because so many times I mean I get emails constantly oh I really want to start street photography what camera should I get you know and uh -huh. really Forget the technical stuff. I mean, you need to work on seeing. You need to learn to see first. And then, then you can fine tune your technical abilities. Um, sure. and, and using a phone, whether it's an expensive iPhone or a cheaper phone, who cares? It is just the, the, the simple tool you need that you're going to have with you. That's not going to get in the way. That's going to allow you to be, to remain a close witness whilst, while being invisible, which is the job of a street photographer. And uh -huh. so any, any new photographer out there could just go out right after they listen to this episode and go out with their iPhone and do their, and make their first steps in street photography. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we all know that photography in a way is a little bit about, like in every art form, is about practice exactly. and to become expert in whatever you do. And to do that, you have to spend time. You have to get used to whatever tool you're using. And uh, if I was a beginner, I mean, an iPhone is perfectly fine because I wouldn't be intimidated 
by anyone because nobody would, you know, it would be easily, I would be easily invisible. But after that, I could also, you know, carry another camera that, you know, um, that would serve a different language for me and learn that. The main thing, when you look at the, the real good photographers, generally, I assume that they choose one tool and they know it by heart and it just becomes their you know part and then they don't think about it Mm -hmm. so whatever you choose it just has to you have to spend time with it you have to um shoot 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 get to know it and then you know then it's going to flow whatever you have um through the camera so Exactly. That's, that's the basics, yeah. I think. Go go out there, find your vision, make mistakes, think out of the box, just experiment until you find your thing and, and something will stick. Um, um, Absolutely. And whether you're more in tune with, with composition or light or, but yeah, going, it, it's the whole point is to get out. I mean, it's great to, uh, to be surfing the web for inspiration and, and, and it's good. I mean, try to emulate other photographers work. I mean, I encourage everyone to go check out Elif's, uh, work and, and get inspiration <laughs> and then, uh, and then get out there and, and explore your own city. This thing is people don't need to travel to exotic places. To, no. to record life around them. And a lot of time, people, that kind of stops them. Well, I've seen those streets. I've been down those streets hundreds of times. It's always the same thing. It's not because it's different people. It's different stories. There is always something. It's different light. It's different weather. And and um, so it's the matter. It's just getting you out there and uh, grab that camera and just... Uh, and uh and explore and get lost on purpose i always say get lost on purpose but that's the best thing you can do <laughs> in <laughs> any any yeah. city and uh, and let let it surprise you so um so i i am so glad we had this this conversation uh elif because uh, first of all i'm i'm gonna go on Epistomatic and check it out right. <laughs> and uh, get more inspiration by looking at your work because we all Thanks. have such different, different vision, different style. And it's just, uh, I mean, we could be looking at the exact same dog crossing the street with a long shadow, but probably would have shot it completely differently. And uh, so <laughs> I think that's just, uh, that's fascinating. Um, so any project um, you're working on? Did you, you just had a solo exhibit, didn't you, in Istanbul? Yes, uh, and uh, I really had great feedback from right. that. I it was called Traces of Istanbul, and um, I had uh, close to forty uh, photographs, and it was mostly about impressions from Istanbul and little details of uh, the daily life, and um, and it was a really I I really am very happy because. I think a photog- another thing about photography is you need to kind of once once you produce 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 and then you need to kind of finalize it to move on to another um another thing that you're going to produce and uh, I think an exhibition is kind of like a, a a little bit of a finalizing or closing it a little bit and and getting good feedback and or bad feedback and, or, yeah and i know. think i think yeah it's that little ego boost too you need once in a while sure, I, I think. and absolutely. it's okay to say it I, absolutely yes. Yes, yeah exactly. and so how big were the prints well i 
I uh, I was a very classical person. It was um, 40 centimeters by 40 centimeters, okay. or we could say some of them were 10 centimeters by 10 centimeters okay. with big, large um, a mats. Uh, I mean, uh, mats. borders, yeah. Borders. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, normally I didn't talk about, uh, I, I didn't indicate mobile photography, but later on when people, you know, found out it was extra interesting for them. Um, because in the end, you look at the photograph, and exactly. it's not what you shoot with. It's it, just, absolutely, you know. You know and so that's the same as with post processing. You know, you don't need to spend a whole lot of time in post processing when you're a street photographer. Because if there is no story, if there is no emotion, there is no amount of post processing that's going to change that. So no, that's true. That's true. That's very. True. So yeah. we don't waste a whole lot of time <laughs> in Lightroom yes. or anything. So it's great. We yeah. have more time to spend on the street. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you must look at our tinycollective.com and we have some photographers that um, produce really interesting uh, work uh, related to processing on, uh, on the iPhone. So that would be another interesting thing to look Fun. at. Uh, oh, that, absolutely. Yeah, I will definitely put the, the link. And I see you do shoot some color. I mean, it's mostly black and white, but sometimes the subject is color and, you, and you're aware, well aware of that. And, and so you don't shoot exclusively black and white. Well, <laughs> I can say I'm a black and white girl, mm-hmm. but, you know, in the end, once in a while, you know, it just pops up. Yeah. But generally yeah. speaking, you know, I'm... I, I just love it. I yeah. love black and white, and and I love the I love the mood um, of your work. Really, I'm uh, Thank you. I'm so so happy. I. Um I found you, and uh, I'm, you. you know, Istanbul is definitely on the top of my uh, of my list Please of do come. places, and I, I will, I promise, and uh, we'll go out and shoot with our iPhones. <laughs> yes, please do come, and uh, it's a wonderful city. You'll yeah. really, really love it. Oh yes, i uh, It's really just uh, the thought of it. I just want to get on the first flight over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now, and if where can people find out more about you? Uh, so uh, the Tiny Collective. Um, what for people who will not be looking at the show notes and are just listening to this episode in their car? What is the website? Uh, it's uh, tinycollective.com. Okay, and for and for your work, just for you, if people want to follow you on Instagram, it's uh, it's very funny. I know it's called Fish Eye Dreams okay. on Instagram. Fish Eye Dreams. Okay. Fish Eye Dreams. Oh, Fish Eye Dreams. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very funny. But, and, uh, and so, and do you have a website or is it mostly just Instagram? Well, I, I know I'm such a bad girl. I need to do a website, but I still didn't. Um, so at the time, you know, uh, it's just tinycollective.com okay. and, and Instagram. Flickr. And Flickr, of course, is Elif Suyabatmas. Mm-hmm. And so... And yeah. uh, and you're on Google Media, on Google Plus, sorry, and on um, Facebook and so forth. So I'll put yes. all the links so people can definitely check out your work, follow you, you. in Thank your you. uh, iPhone adventures. It. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much, Elif. And uh, Thanks, I wish you a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you. And, Thank you. Um, you too. Thank and if you, you need any information about Istanbul too, I'll try my best to help you. Or if okay. you ever come down here, and um, I'll help in any way I can. And uh, thank you. So. It'll be fun because you know, I mean, this is street photography is still a very much male dominated genre it of is. photography. So it's kind of it fun is. for us girls to get together and go out. Absolutely. Shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
That's true. <laughs> thank you, Elif. Have a great okay. day. Take care. You thank too. You. Bye-bye. Thank you. And thank you for listening. So now it's time to grab your camera and hit the street. Have fun. Until next time. And we are at the end of another conversation episode of Street Focus. I hope you enjoyed it. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a five-star rating over on iTunes. That really helps us out. To find out what I'm up to, just go visit my website and you'll find all the links to my social media at www.valeriejardinphotography.com, all in one word. And sign up for exclusive TWIP membership benefits and discounts by heading over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hey.